We can always edit stuff, uh, edit, edit out the front side of it. Dude. Let's get Jamar back on the screen. All right, man. Bro, you look, look, there you go. <laughs> okay, yeah. We'll edit the pick out of that, bro. It's all good. This ain't going to make the internet. Listen, yeah, bro, listen. Hey, the, this it. is 2020, so we can always edit it to get you cornrows. We can edit it for you to be bald. We can give you my hair. <laughs> you know, we can maybe even give you Dr. Willis's hair. Even oh, though, you know what? That's a Dr. Willis look there. I can't, I can't jump that. Hey, listen, man. He looked, to me, he kind of looked uh, on the live feed this past Thursday. He looked like Doc off of uh, Back to the Future. Dang. So. <laughs> Morty! But, <laughs> all right, let's, <laughs> let's kick this off. Man, this is, this, uh, this is uh, These Things Podcast. These Things? These Things. These. Talking about uh, uh, Philippians 4 and 8. Focusing on these things and not them things, because everybody's focusing on them things. Aren't them they things, that? man. Them things hurt. Focusing on unemployment rates. <sighs> focusing on crime rates. Oh, I think my shoulder's tight right now. APR rates. Yeah, prime those rates. are going down, though. Look at these things right we're, now. We're not trying to focus on prime rates. We're trying to focus on prime ribs. Oh, yeah. The good prime stuff. Prime ribs. Man. Cheese dip. <laughs> and Blue to, Bell ice cream. And today we got a red. Blue Bell ice cream. That's it. Today we got a, a real treat. For everybody, uh-huh. we got the king of the keys. King of the keys. We got the key killer. The key killer. <laughs> we got the vocal villain. Okay, talking about Florida now. I get <laughs> it. I get it. <laughs> we got the man with the plan. Mm. Do we say anything about him being good on the keys yet? We got it, man. We got it all laced out. He's good on the penguins. So, listen, man, we're glad to have our boy, the one, the only, brother Jamar King, all the way from South Florida. Are you living in Tampa uh, now, brother? Yes, I'm in. I'm in the North Tampa area. Yes, sir. G- gotcha. Okay. Awesome, man. Hey, did uh, did Tom Brady uh get any good restaurant recommendations for you, or is it one of those things like you do with me? You just kind of text him back whenever you get the time. Uh, <laughs> listen, me and Tom, even though uh, he's a goat, he's gonna have to figure it out on his own. We still on the opposing sides of the fence, so I mean, we're gonna have to. You know, we'll work it out as it comes. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Hey, man, that's that's what's up. How's everything going down there in South Florida for you? It's going good, man. Um, It's hot. We all stuck in the house. Mm -hmm. There's a curfew. It's um, it's hot. Literally. There's nothing like heat out here. Gotcha, man. man. Well, listen, man, uh, whenever you got Tom Brady and Jamar in the same city, it's going to be nothing but heat. I'm sure of it. Now, when you say hot, you talking about the block being hot or like the AC? <laughs> hey, the block hot, the AC hot. Well, the AC, we we working on the AC. The AC good, man. Uh, it's, just, it's hot down here right now. Tom Brady coming to Florida is honestly a big deal. I used to be a, a private Bucks fan until they did Tony Dungy wrong. And, uh, you know, it, it was a very, uh, very hard time for me as a young man, a young boy. And so uh, I'm hoping they can turn it around for the city. I love Tampa. I love the Florida State, the Sunshine State, the greater Southeast District. And so uh, I'm excited, man. It's, it's good. That's what's up, man. Hey, good, bro. I'm glad that you're doing well. How's the wife and kids? They're good. They are right here in front of me. My daughter's playing with some Legos. My wife's in there, I don't know, maybe making some more coffee. That's how, that's the, that's the, um, the Holy Spirit around here, the coffee, caffeine, keep us going. So my son is doing well. They're keeping me busy, man. It's a busy life. I love it. 
That's like, good. Hey, guy. listen, man. Uh, you know, Zach and I know. Bro, how many kids do you have now? Is it seven, eight, 12? How many? Two. Oh, Two. oh okay. close. Oh, man, those are rookie numbers, That's be bro. be the next guess. You got to get those, oh, I, you gotta get I those numbers. I ain't got it like Pete yet. I <laughs> Listen, man, over here, <laughs> if you don't have three kids, you're not even part of the squad, bro. That's it. We barely let Josh in here today. I uh, know, man. Josh. Bro, it looks like I'm going to stay on the outside of the squad for a little while, then. <laughs> bro, you, nah, man, you got you to get a part of the squad, man. Hey, listen, bro, I, I know that uh, Florida is, is world famous. I would even dare say infamous for their crazy headlines. And, uh... Every time we see a headline that just blows us away, like there's no way that can be real, we always follow that up with, unless that's in Florida. Right. So let me ask you a question, man. I know you've got some weird stories. Don't lie to me, man. I know you got some crazy <laughs> stories. So what's the craziest Jamar story that would be its own Florida headline? A Florida man got caught, dot, dot, dot. What would be your story? I know the one that everybody in Houston has heard from my father-in-law, Pastor Bill, in Bradenton. It would probably be Florida man caught at the cocking bull in Sarasota, Florida. Listen, mm. that that mm. headline makes me scared to click uh, uh, read. <laughs> I think our ratings uh, just went up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the actual ratings and then how old you got to be to listen, too, went up, too. Oh, man. The is, cocking bull. Yep, Florida man. Is that going to be... Is that going to be safe for work language if we ask you to share that story? Uh, yeah, I can share the story. I can share the story. I'm not ashamed of my testimony. Good. All right. Good. I like Good. it. Good. Keep telling it. I like it. So you so you want the story? Oh, we want it, brother. We're sitting here with bated breath. Like, I thought that was a rhetorical question. What is he going to ask? So wait a minute. You can't just leave with cock and bullet. <laughs> days um yeah and so we we decided we would stay local and um we ended up at the cocking bull it's a, a local bar and grill type of spot i don't know why they called it the cocking bull listen bro location it's probably time. best that you don't even try to try, try to figure that one out and explain <laughs> it to explain us it. Listen, I wasn't saved about 12 years, 13 years ago myself, and uh, Coach has had his college days, so uh, we kind of get it, bro. Just just leave it at that. Listen, you end up in strange places, but the turn-up usually happen in strange places. Bro. Yes, sir. You never really know, bro. So, I mean, we ended up there. Uh, the night did not end very well. We got into a brawl with some guys because one of my friends didn't know how to keep his eyes to himself. He kept looking at people and staring and people were drinking and get paranoid and before you know it so all out brawl we getting thrown out of this place and the rest is history man that's the man in florida at the cocky bull bro <laughs> the man in florida with the cocky bull bro i knew that was going to be good and tell your man dude that if he gets glasses like these they can't even tell who you're looking at come on man not hey, that i know from experience bro not that i know from experience i'm just saying 
Uh, I was I was peeping my peepers while I was watching you tell that story, and I was list I was in and out. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was in and out of the story and checking out the Oakleys while you were sitting there telling that story. But I think the, I think the best part about that story is the beginning <laughs> when he said, "See how what happened was." <laughs> well, now I know I got a good story coming here. Yeah, that and whenever a preacher says. <laughs> Man, before I got saved, you know, yeah, you better get a pen and paper out, right? And you better have well, your local newspaper on speed. I had to keep some of the details out. Of know, course, I careful not to, you know. Because <laughs> this is the this is the these things podcast. Exactly, See, man. All the details are for the them things. Exactly, that's the them you things. Yeah, yeah, we're trying right. to focus on what's right. Easy. We're trying to focus on what's real around right. here. But uh, right, right. you're going to have to quarantine some of those details just like we do on this COVID thing right here, man. Come on, man. Yeah, you know. Hey, I, I'll tell you what, though. One of the funniest stories just hanging out with preachers and hanging out with young men that I've ever had involved Jamar whenever he okay. was down here, uh, down here for uh, – for the, for the, the U conference, actually, was it UConn? Okay. It was a, I think it was the U conference, and we went out to eat at Buffalo Wild Wings. And oh. Yeah, hashtag River Roaches. Oh, and, and the man, yeah. the man that lives in the land of the Burmese python, yeah. the man that lives in the land of 20, 30 Most foot, dangerous, exactly. Exactly. Bro, you guys got, got Netflix episodes about what y'all got in Florida. Man, I've got a Nissan Pathfinder out there that would be swallowed whole by some of the alligators you guys have on hole nine over there on the golf course. And this man jumps up from the table here in Houston, Texas, and starts freaking out over a tree roach. Like saying, thing. man, y'all's roaches are huge. So big. Man, listen, we do have that some roach had he been eating fertilizer and steroids. That thing was on something. You thought it was a big old roach. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty sure that, that roach had a cell phone, man. <laughs> had a social security <laughs> number, bro. Yo, that roach. Right. What you don't know is that thing actually held the joint up later and right. got everything out of the cash register, and that manager folded like a cheap lawn chair, bro. As soon as that roach <laughs> rolled up with its homies, man, it was all over with. But yeah. that, that was what – and I remember you flagging down random people coming out the door talking about, man, did you see how big this roach is? You see how big this roach is? And, man, those <laughs> – those the, you scared some of the white people coming out of there because they didn't want anything to do with it. They bro. ain't never seen no roaches. Yeah. <laughs> bro, listen, you can't get away from them down here in Houston. So, uh, man, that, that's some good times right there, bro. And living down in South Florida, I know you've seen some big snakes and some big alligators. Yep. yep. So they, they basically my neighbors, yep. <laughs> yeah. You guys get the roaches and the alligators, and we get the, uh, we get the roaches. So... That, we got the roaches too now. The uh, roaches down here, they, they, they chunk up. They, chunk they just... They Do just they take flight? Away. They fly? Oh, they take flight. Okay. Yeah, See, I don't mess with them when they start flying. If they start flying, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, I'll play it off like I did that night. You know, I'll be like, oh, that's nothing. I'm okay. I'm all right. But when y'all ain't looking, you wanted to jump up too. You wanted to jump up and run too. But I, know, I, know I did. It was closer to me. It was closer to me. Pete I could hear it humming. Way. I know Pete was feeling it too. He was like, oh, man, I see it. But I can't act like Jay right now. Let me keep it together. Man, it, what messed me up was I could have sworn it was like humming some R&B songs. And I was like, <laughs> I turned around. Turn around and the road was mic'd up, chilling in the corner. Had an audience and everything. 
hey, listen, man, that the Bible tells us to preach the gospel to every living creature. So every I just, creature. Listen, man, you got to preach it to the roaches just as much as you got to preach it to the people, right? So uh, that's a yeah. little that's a little bit of Bible humor that nobody's gonna laugh at right there, but. That's going to be our 38th listener that likes that one. Yeah, exactly, man. Brother, hey, Coach, you got anything you want to ask, Brother Jamar? Before I got we... so many, though. We're about to dip out. We're going to... No, we're going to go right into okay. some of the serious questions here in a second, unless you got man, some right now. none of my questions are really all that um, serious, but they could be as serious as you want them to be. Oh, snap. I'm going to go with... Um, I'm just going to throw this one out. What's uh, What was your least favorite nickname going up, growing up? Least favorite um... nickname. Probably Waterhead. Okay, Waterhead. Waterhead or um, uh, yeah, probably Jughead or Waterhead, something like that. It's like, and they're so the dumbest nicknames too. Now, why was that your least favorite? Because it was so stupid, or um, or too it too close to home. Not only was it, not only was it stupid, I hated when people, when my family would call me names because if I called them names. It was a whole thing, you know what I mean? Right. You can't be throwing shade if you ain't gonna take it back. I yeah. had some names for the people who were saying it, but after multiple whoopings from my mama, I was like, "All right, I get it. I'm gonna let them say what they want to say." And uh, when she's not looking, I'm just gonna put it on them. I hit anybody, so I just hit them. I can't even say nothing, but I hit you. I hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks and stones, huh? Sticks and stones. Hey, if I'm gonna get hit, what's what's worse? You saying the name and getting hit, or you getting hit and getting hit? Like I'd rather hit you, right? And still get hit. You know what I mean? Right. You're gonna skip to the to the to the meat of the matter. We're gonna get there. Let's All the plan is done. done. That's a Florida thing. We we don't. Talk. The only thing I'm missing right now is some dreads. Florida and dreads. And, and, and a whole bunch of a host of violence. That's all it is down here. Good. But bro, just like just like whenever you hear the name Cock and Bulls, I gotta figure out what's up behind <laughs> the name Waterhead. Waterhead. What what did you what did that come from? Okay, so as a kid, uh my dad wasn't really in my life. And so um I was around a bunch of females. I had three sisters and my, uh, my mom was like You might as well get knocked out by a dude if you get hit by my mom. My mom she played I call it my dad, mom and dad, my, my dad. So my mom used to, I used to get in trouble for crazy stuff. I was the only boy, go figure. So when I'm about to get in trouble, I try to explain myself. They used to cut me off. I didn't really have a voice at the time. And so uh, I just start crying. And they listen. Well, that coined the name Jughead or Waterhead because all I used to do was cry and complain <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. The- and so uh, they also said I had a big head. So that's where Jug came from, Jughead. Jug carry water, jughead. You know, waterhead, jughead. You know, it's a well thought out name right here, man. <laughs> hey, yeah. they, they put some work in. They had a, a family meeting and everything. I feel like they deserve to get swung on after all that planning. Exactly, my my, my point exactly. <laughs> and your only weapon was your tears, man. So listen, mama was raising you right. You couldn't hit the girls, so you just had to throw the tears at them. You gotta yeah, you gotta placate to their emotions, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of, that may have even prepared you for marriage, right? We just there, lost our whole female audience right there, man. <laughs> Straight hey, up. I am not, I do not advocate hitting women. It was listen, when I hit my sisters the few times I did, they were like, Oh, okay, we got it. Yeah, yeah. Listen, when I hit my sisters, the few times I did, I wish I didn't. Let me just mm. say it like that. My my mom was she ain't happy, man. She was real deal. Good, man. Hey, listen, you had a good mama. I can tell you. Bro, I can tell you, bro. I'm sorry, man. I see the the questions that he's got <laughs> listed over oh, here. I got like four terrible and questions. He just said he just said a moment ago 
that none of them are really serious, but the next one he's about to ask you, you'll get real serious in your household <laughs> if your wife listens to this question. And really, though, if she listens to the answer, I'm, I'm suspecting. Go ahead and ask that question, man. All right, all right. So uh, who's cheaper in the house? You or your or your wife? Now, Sister you Chelsea, Chelsea, I had nothing to do with this. So this was all be the Chiefs game. This was all those. This is all them two. So go ahead. Who's cheaper in the house? Answer uh, if you dare. I like it how you think about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's the politically correct depends. answer. That is that's so honest who's the, too. Who's the who's the cheapest, babe? She said she's the cheapest. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Listen, That's my fair. wife and I are to understand I'm, it. I'm definitely 100% the cheapest. She said only because my stuff is so much more expensive. Okay. All right. That does so make you, sense. Listen, this got, this got multiple layers, but for sake of time, I'm, I'm going to keep it short. Simply put, I'm a musician, man, and uh, I'm also a preacher. So as a communicator and a musician, somebody who sings and communicates, the, the fees can be up. Let's just be real. If you're preaching at a Pentecostal church, you've got to be wearing a suit that at least looks like you put some thought into it. And that usually going to cost you, if you go into like a local store or something, like $300 per suit, right? Plus some shoes. By the time it's said and done, you buy $450. And if you go into a, a, a seeker-friendly type of church, let's say it like that. You can show up in some jeans, but your shoes gonna cost you a little bit because you gotta take that thing up some, you know. Now my wife, if you if you get into like my wife's stuff, I mean, I think it's expensive to pay like twelve to fourteen dollars for a color stick you put on your your eyelashes every now and then. I think that's crazy. That's that's, that's crazy. Or if you you got like a palette of colors that you paying thirty forty dollars for a palette of four colors, that's crazy. I mean, I, I don't, that's a lot of money for a a, a, a dirt palette if you know what I mean. And right. So it just kind of depends. Hey, sure. Hey, look, man, I don't spend that much money on clothes myself because, uh, you know, I like to build Belichick whenever I go and preach, you know, just get the hoodie on, walk around <laughs> like you don't know what you're doing, fake everybody out. I know that ain't out. true. I it's know not, who your not. pastor is, so I know that ain't true. You'll see his, face, his, his uh, Facebook with three pieces on there. And... <laughs> Gator shoes, I'm talking about. I am listening. Man, so Steve don't... Harvey be liking his pages for some reason. Exactly. Like... He got all the. I don't know why he's trying to say I'm hard to get in touch with. I gotta keep <laughs> up with these cats in Houston, man. I mean, y'all, y'all the real deal. Hey, listen, don't don't let it fool you, bro. I just know how to work that Goodwill store really good, man. Come Let, on, ain't nothing wrong with Goodwill. Good, they good. they wrote popping tags for me, man. That's what they wrote it for. <laughs> got twenty dollars in my pocket, and that's really all I got. Listen, it it's a unanimous decision in my household. Everybody knows I'm the cheapest. So I get buyer's remorse like crazy. If I walk around for 30 seconds or more with a shirt in my hand, it's going back on the rack. <laughs> so it's got to be the last thing I see before I go to the register. The only thing that I, I don't I don't reserve my spending on is uh, guns and ammunition. That's about it. And that's where it all runs So you, spend, you probably spend the most money in the house. When it's all said and done, uh, you're probably spending the most. You haven't probably. seen her grocery shop, brother. I mean, it gets real up in that house, man. Listen, food is a real deal, bro. It really is. Right eat, Bro, nonstop. And, uh, that's part of my problem right there. That's why I get those carbohydrate crashes. So, but listen, man, if I, I got a question for you, man. So I know that uh, you're a singer, you're a songwriter, mm -hmm. right. you're a preacher, you are a staff member at your church. You're a very busy man. And at the same time, the more important thing is you're a husband and you're a father. 
So tell me, or better yet, tell our listeners, how do you balance everything whenever it comes to all of your responsibilities in ministry, responsibility on the job, and responsibility with your family? Now, I know everybody listening to this may not be involved in ministry as well or not involved in ministry to the degree that that folks like you and I are at, but they got other things going on too on top of their job and with their family. How do you balance that? Well... For those that aren't in ministry, um, we have to understand that ministry is people. um, And ministry is going towards those who are in need of the one that we say we love, Jesus Christ, who we celebrate this weekend. All right. Uh, Proud plug for the Easter resurrection weekend. Awesome. Um, We celebrate the death, the burial, and resurrection of the one that set the, the, man, the standard of what it looks like to love people. Absolutely. um, How do I balance them? It's very simple. It's my family first because that's what I'm called to first. Amen. And so priorities, priorities, um, and obedience by way of the word. I mean, you're to take care of your family. You, mm-hmm. You'd be worse than anything. I mean, the Bible's very clear about that. And so, my family comes first. If my family dynamic's not good, I'm thankful to have a pastor here that uh, is very intentional about our family's health and the dynamic of my me dating my wife and taking care of my kids. And they're, they're very serious about that. So, my family comes first, man. I can't. I can't possibly go out and clean the world with my own home being a mess. And so I, I got to, I keep my family first and foremost. And then two is discipline, man. Like when those moments when you come home, if you're not in ministry and you're listening to this podcast, many of you leave your jobs and you go home and you're not thinking about anything else except Saturday and Sunday, turning up and then going back to work again. For me, every day I come home is like Sunday. I'm always thinking about the people that I'm meeting. I'm always thinking about the people that I do life with. Um, you, you, eat, sleep, breathe, the people that you're in ministry with. You pray for them, you go to work for them. Uh, it's what you do. And so I discipline myself to uh, cast those cares at Jesus' feet because I can't be their savior. And so my discipline is before I come into my home uh, to give everything that I've heard about that day to the Lord and let him fight the battle, let him take care of it because what my family needs when I walk through that door is a fully present husband and father. They need their dad and they need their, their friend when I get home. And that's what I intend to be. Absolutely, man. Hey, listen, and your priorities are straight, bro. That that's that's what I love about you, man. Is uh, you're so talented. You have such a bright future, but you don't let that future overshadow what you got going on right in front of you. Because you know we all know uh, people that lying on their deathbeds have said that the one thing that they regret the most is not spending enough time with their families. Nobody mm-hmm. has ever said on their deathbed. I spent too much time with the people that I love. Right. Nobody. And that's very important. And one of the things that you said there I think needs to be highlighted. And that is being a very present father and husband whenever you're at the house. And moms, they need to do the same thing too. Because life can get stressful. I know that as a man who's in ministry myself and is a full-time electrician. I probably worked about 80, 85 hours this past week. And so, you know, I come home exhausted. I come home tired. But what I try to make sure I do every time I walk in the door is walk in with joy and let my family know I'm happy to be here. And too many right. men come home after that stressful week from work, ministry, or whatever else your responsibilities may be, and you let all that stress just drop on your, your family's shoulders. And man, that's not right. You know, you got to do what you have to do. You have to suck it up. You have to man up and say, you know what? I'm going to show my family I'm happy to be here. 
So that's that's a wonderful thing. You got anything to add to that, Coach? As a father and a husband yourself? No, nah, just being present. That's the main thing. And he said, uh, living things like like it's Sunday. Every day is Sunday, yeah. and I'm, Focus on I know I know he has a great time at the church through the music, through everything. And it's like I can tell from hanging out with you that you treat every day like Sunday. And uh, as cool as the cock and bull was, I mean, that's everyday life Sundays even, even better. You know I mean? and, and, and again, cock and bull was cool for half a second. But everyday life Sunday, oh, man, I don't get any better than that now. The quote from this episode is going to be, <laughs> cock and bull was cool for half a second. No, cock and bull was dope. It was dope for half a second. That's that. that. Until the roaches came out. Yeah, until the, <laughs> until the roaches came out, man. We're getting they old, man. All the stories are coming together now. I'm telling you, man. It's just, it, it, listen, our, our minds become a mush at our age. <laughs> and uh, Jamar's going to be there in about eight to nine years. <laughs> so uh, that, 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 that's off the chain. Man, I appreciate that advice. And I appreciate everything that you're doing for your church, for the kingdom. I appreciate everything you do for me personally, man. And, uh, bro, I, I think that your future is so bright. And I think that that's very important. Another question I got for you during this this whole debacle going on this there's so much negativity out there. Mm-hmm. And whenever I come, whenever I was coming up, and a lot of people could tell this by hanging out with me now, my friends, my closest friends, they were my brothers. Everybody that I was around was was different ethnicity from me. So they were either Hispanic or they were African American. And, you know, back in those days, we could have disagreements. And we talked about politics from time to time way back in high school. It was rare, but we talked about it. And we were able to get along in that. And that, <laughs> and that, that has all changed. The climate has changed. So if anybody has a differing uh, opinion in politics, and this is why I don't want to talk about politics too much here. And that's not what I'm talking about now. Politics isn't what I'm discussing. What I'm discussing here is the relations with one another. You know, we have to get back to the point where we love one another, where we can disagree on on certain issues, but allow that to stay where it's at and still be brothers and still be loyal to each other. Because at the end of the day, we all bleed red. At the end of the day, uh, especially those of us who are Christian, we're all washed in the blood of the Lamb, and that's what makes us family. So what my question to you would be is how do you usually handle handle those situations? The policy that we typically have is we don't really discuss too much of politics publicly because we know that our influence is mostly chalked up to the kingdom of God. You can right. be Democrat. You can be Republican if you want to. My first and foremost uh, mindset is, man, do you know Jesus? Is, your, is he your Lord and Savior? And we can disagree on everything else under the sun. So long as we believe on that one principle, we got eternity to work everything else out. So what is your policy on that? Do you typically try to stay away from those things publicly? Yeah, I do. I mean, if we're, we're talking spiritually speaking, right, and how it crosses over. Sure. Um, if, if we're talking spiritually speaking, um, when I take a stage, God gives me an opportunity to deliver the word. Um, I'm focused on just that, the gospel. And, Absolutely. And I'm not. I'm not there to be a counselor. I'm not there to try to, um, I want to connect. I mean, there's some, some very important things to understand about communication. Speech 101 can give you a lot of those things. So you want to build uh, credibility with your audience and uh, be able to connect with them. But more than anything, when I leave there, I have to know that what I did up there was not police uh, someone's agenda. Or, sure. Uh, right. Have some kind, of, uh, some kind of back. I, I, I don't want to dive too far into that, but I, sure. my focus with my political thoughts um, 
are, are completely void. I mean, they, they're, they're not even relevant. I mean, there ain't going to be a politician or a Democrat uh, or a politician or a Democrat, a Democrat or a Republican or a liberal or independent. There's not going to be any of that talk when we get to heaven and sit at Absolutely. the table. And that's how I see it, man. Like, I'm, I recognize that the greatest name I have is not musician. It's not father. It's not husband. It's none of those things. It's son. He calls me son. Right. Absolutely. He sees me as someone that will do what he asks me to do. And my hope is that anytime I get a chance to communicate, it is not centered around my ideals, uh, but his heart for his people. And uh, hopefully my life ex exuberates that or shows up. Let me ask you this question too. Uh, so do you already have a Nike deal and that's why you're rocking that Nike sweater uh, with how big you're hey getting, man, bro? shout out, shout <laughs> out to the boys over at, at Nike, man. Shout out to them if y'all are listening. I do. I'm a huge Nike fan. I kind of been cheating on y'all with Adidas a little bit. Uh, but man, go get you a, a pair of uh, Nikes in a store near you. Yeah. Uh, bro, that's what I'm going to do, man. I'm, I'm going to have to use our experience because, listen, I went shoe shopping with you back in uh, 2018 whenever you was down for that youth conference. Right. So I know what you were shopping for, so I can use that as blackmail in the future. And uh, I will do it to get the next interview on this podcast because I know in a, in a couple of years you're gonna be so big, you're gonna be like Pete. Who I don't I don't even really know. Must have been some Make a Wish Foundation type. Nah, type of man, they try to do podcasts in the, in the in the lab, man. Yeah, exactly, man. They got so many echoes in the background messing with my focus. Echoes, man. Nah, nah. Yeah, man, we gonna have video proof too, man. So I'm gonna have to hit up Nike and be like, man, he's shopping for Adidas, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't know what he told you, but I seen him trying to. Ain't got to no pictures. Hey, he ain't got no pictures of that. Ain't no proof. <laughs> you looked all. Prove it guilty. Yeah, you looked all around that mall for Adidas, man. You went looking for it, bro. He said, man, my 2K player don't even got Adidas on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Man, man listen, bro, uh, coach, if you got anything to ask, you can you can go ahead and ask uh -huh. him. You know, I, I got questions for days. I, I You know, I try to keep it light. Uh, I will say this. Here's a, here's a question. And I got, again, my questions are, you know, hey, man, they're my questions. And stuff pops in my head. And I was like, maybe I'll ask them. We'll see. So this is me setting up a terrible question. All right? Oh, snap. Take it however you want to take it. Uh, your worst idea ever. You spoke about ideas for a second. It doesn't have to be, like, something that's going to make me, you know, Made me go pray right now for you, but like worst, I, I'll give you an example. My worst idea ever. I'm not gonna give you the story. Was a, a loofah, body lotion, body loofah, right? That had soap in there. Okay, and then we went to Inventec and we gave him a lot of money for nothing. You can see I'm not selling. <laughs> I'm not selling any body loofahs right now. So worst idea you ever had, man. Tell him why you love the Lord right now. Uh, worst idea I ever had. Um, worst idea, life, ah, uh, man, I've had so many terrible ideas, um, you about to take him back to the cockpit, we just go this week, question, then. hey, just this week, <laughs> <laughs> worst idea, probably, probably wasting time, all right, I mean, that's, that's a general way of saying it. I mean, this week, you said this week, wasting time. It's the worst idea. I mean, you because you do have a choice. Uh, you're sitting in the house. You're being so productive in most of your days. About 90% of your week is spent reading things and trying to study. And I mean, the worst thing the church can do right now, especially in my situation uh, as a minister, and as you guys know, uh, is to come out of this thing and not be on the up and up. Man, we got to come out of this thing even stronger than we, we went in. And so... Every now and then I get to a moment where my mind is just pooped out and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sit down and play COD. And so uh, that's what I do this week. I play Call of Duty online 
uh, with my boy from, uh, he's in the Navy. He's over in the uh, Middle East right now. And so uh, he's uh, out at a certain point in the day, and I got to play. I'm like, I'm going to waste time. That's probably the worst this week. <laughs> that's light, but that's probably the worst this week. Nah, hey, that's 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 on point. This dude said wasting time playing Call of Duty, doing podcasts with Coach and Pete, and uh, you know, wasting time. Yeah, right? it. <laughs> I took you thirty seconds to think about not saying that too. Like, I mean, besides his podcast, you know um, what he was doing, bro? Nah. He knew he knew he was gonna say wasting wanted, time. He just he was trying to think of a way to get around saying podcast right. with Coach and Pete. Oh, uh, just. Poorly audio having time. podcasts, man. Yeah. Oh, so many. Okay, it sounds like, like there might be a little insecurity over there with the ah, right that? We spent 15 hey, minutes trying to get our audio right, so you never know, man. You do never know, man. This is great. Nah, bro. Hey, listen, man. You know we love you and we appreciate it. Amen. We do appreciate your time today, man. And, uh, I just want to, uh, first of all, bro, what's the name of your, your, uh, group again? Is it The Few? Uh, it's actually J King Music now. J King, King Music. King oh Music. dang, man! Yeah. He put his own name up, bro. You yeah. changed the name so many times on us. So, uh, you know, I had to kind of pinpoint it right there, man. How's everything doing with that? Uh, it's all in a new. It's in a new wave right now. I mean, for a long time, you know, just because of my own insecurities, as you know, I've, I'm not really somebody that seen myself as being a personality or an artist if you whatever people call it today I don't even know um, but I do know that um, you know I, I've gotten into covering myself up for a long time because I didn't feel confident in me um, and myself the gift what what my father sees me as and so um, you know rather than hide myself behind a, a name uh, my guys are still with me from my band it was the theme music and uh it's jay king at this point the few is still with me it's jay king and um i don't know man it's it's i got some stuff that's gonna be coming out very soon that's gonna kind of show some of the the wrestling i've been doing over the last three or four years of writing i haven't been very ambitious getting out there trying to seek opportunities i've been trying to define myself before getting out there defines me and so mm. um you know I, i've been doing a lot of soul searching and that's where i've landed that's what I'm going to roll with. And, uh, man, it's doing great. The guys are good. Opportunities are everywhere, as you very well know, for people to do music and to um, really do anything that inspires people. And so that's my hope is to inspire uh, people to live a life knowing that they have faith, hope, and love. That's what Corinthians says. Three things remain, faith, hope, and love. So I want to do whatever I can to bring that to somebody. Change my life, hopefully it changes someone else. And the greatest of these is love. Man, that is, that's awesome, bro. And I love your your reasoning behind uh, going to the name, just being done with covering yourself up and just allowing people to see who you really are. I have learned over the years, there's a lot of people that don't like me. And not only am I okay with the fact that they don't like me, I actually kind of agree with some of the reasons why they don't like me. They actually have a good point. And you know what? Some people you're just not compatible with. Some people are never going to like you. And that's okay because only you can only be the best version of you that you can possibly be. And nobody's going to duplicate that. So, and I can tell you this for sure, man. I don't know anybody that would be a better Jay King nah. than Jay King. Nah, man. That that's nah. that is absolutely the truth, man. So I'm 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 very glad for that. And Jay King is always going to be better than Jay Z. It's going to be better than J D. J Cole. It's going to be better than J Cole. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. It's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop. The real jet better, you're up my, you're better than better than Jazzy J. We're not messing up your endorsements right now, are we? Man, no, no, no. Oh. 
Nah, nah, listen, you can't mess that up. So, uh, listen, man, I don't want to take up any more of your time today. I know that you uh, you made a sacrifice today, uh, taking it away from your family. Please let Sister Chelsea know that we love her. We love you guys, and we're so glad that, uh, that we get to be a part of what God's doing in your life. Amen. And we're glad that you got to speak to some of the people that are going to be listening to this podcast this coming up week because uh, I know that that you have such a bright future in front of you, but you're so humble. You, you stay, you, you stay with your head, uh, you know, your, your nose to the wheel and your shoulder to the to the plow. And I believe that God's gonna do some great things for you, man. And I'm looking forward to your future. And I'm looking forward to what God's gonna do next in your life. I appreciate you encouraging the people that are gonna be listening to this podcast this week. Do you have any closing thoughts of encouragement while everybody's trying to deal with COVID and election coming up and economy's going down and unemployment rates going up and other than telling them, hey man, go listen to this podcast because you're gonna have a good time. Uh man, if I had any any thoughts, first of all, if you're in anywhere near the river in Houston, Texas. Oh, you need to get there. You need to get there. You need to be there. Drive-in services, you need to make it happen. I was not plugged to say that. I need to let you know ain't nothing better happening on that side of Houston than for you to be at the river. You need to get there. Uh, number two, I would make very clear uh, for anybody that's listening, uh, this is a very, very powerful time that you have right now. You're sitting, you're listening. Conversations have been light today. We've been having a good time. And you should feel that, but you should also feel the urgency for you to be searching your heart, searching what you've been doing over the last, some of you maybe 16 years, some of you over the last 50 years, wherever you are in between, uh, maybe even beyond that. Take this time right now and, and get yourself on track. If you got breath in your body, God's not done with you yet. God's got great things ahead of you. Take advantage of the time you have. Come out of this thing better than you went in and start living in a way that fuels you, that excites you, and make your mark. Leave an impact on this world so somebody knows you were here. Listen, man. That's it. Every day, dominate. Every situation is an opportunity, and I love that, bro. I love that. Every situation is an opportunity for you to be blessed and you to better your life and improve things. So, you know what? Like you said, capitalize on this opportunity to go to the next level and whatever that means for you and your life. Jay, listen, bro. We love you. When's love the next you, time you're gonna be in Houston, dog? Man, I should have been there for you too, man. Bro, you don't have to tell me that. You don't have to tell me that. I should have been there, bro. It's them things, man. You already encouraged me. Now, don't get me down now, Jay. I miss y'all. Listen. I should actually be in Houston in this fall unless things get pushed back. And so I'm looking to be out there. I had a friend that connected me with someone out there. I can't remember the name. So if you're listening, I'm so sorry. But I'm looking to be out there in the fall. Man, that's what's up. man. Hey, man, keep us posted if you want to. Just remember... You owe me because the last time you were in town, I spent my whole birthday with you. So you do kind of hey, owe me. You know, hey, you know I'm on it. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, listen, bro. You have a good one, man. Stay up. And in all things, man, focus on these things, bro. We love you, bro. Appreciate the encouragement. Hey, appreciate y'all. Love you, man. See you. Love me.